Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Tim, Claire, Jonathan, you've done it. Congratulations. You have saved the world from unethical chocolate practices. (laughs) Finally. And, you know, forever, indefinitely. Exactly. Long time coming. Yeah. You three did really well. I was very impressed by your puzzle solving. I playtested this room recently and... It it is tough. A lot of those puzzles are real jumps, and you got there really on like in good time, the good understanding. So congratulations! It worked. You did very well. I particularly appreciate your solving of the clock puzzle at the end, which Billy did and went. Oh, I don't know if anyone's going to think of that. The the <laughs> final puzzle, the fact that you have to go a certain number of steps while also jumping over previous numbers you've already placed on. Like, yeah, it's. Drawing, it's a hard one to drawing find. your own clock makes it work much oh, easier. I, I would think yeah. so. I think drawing it out from scratch helps. But mm. just noticing it when you've already got the numbers, but I think it was really tough. Um, so congratulations. Yeah, that was, a, that was a great spot from <laughs> from not me. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, but yeah, it was, that's a real talk. Did now? Did any of you have like playing through the room? Like, did you have like a favorite moment or a moment that made you feel smart or accomplished? Uh, um, <laughs> it took me <laughs> my moment that made me feel not smart was the fact that I'd I'd written down all of the words with their uh, accompanying colours but hadn't bothered to attempt to anagram the start letters for a really long time you which I feel is quite uh, on brand for me that that uh, <laughs> yeah I could feel that a little bit because you said it you said oh no I've read I've organised them by their colours I'm seeing if like we nothing. know that the fir- we know that the first letters might be important because we had to get the wording exactly right mm. I don't think it spells anything yeah oh, no. <laughs> just, just, just come back just <laughs> Oh, how frustrating. <laughs> My favourite solve was um, when when we worked out that the bottle had the word exit in it and Jonathan pointed out oh, that the word entry in. And then we, we took those words away and then I, like, after we'd solved the puzzle, made the leap and said, that was on the sign. <laughs> we don't need to know that now, but that was on the sign. That reminds me of the time in that in the severed thumb escape room, the lack of severed thumb escape room, where we <laughs> you managed to decode something by looking through a hole in a locker to get the code, <laughs> rather than finding the key and opening rather than the finding the key. The <laughs> you know, just just leave to solve a puzzle without looking at it in the way you're supposed to look at it, and with only yeah. incredibly impaired vision, and Tim still managed to solve it. Well, you yeah. know what? Yeah. I was I was nervous that you had forgotten about the no exit, no entry sign on the door, so it worked out great. Yeah, but I left that piece of paper on the floor. So, <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, yeah. the we're done with that pile? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, actually, I, I did mean to ask at, at the top of the episode: Is this a you know, once you've used something, it's done? Because like yeah, one of my key jobs when we whenever we do escape room is filing, sorting, yeah, put everything in a corner, stay tidy. I've, I've, I've learned that from you, Tim, and it's it's yeah. really helped me mm, uh, for in, sure in, my other in escape rooms or in life. No, just, just put everything rooms. in a corner and ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> and the vast majority of them are like that, where it's a one and done. Room three of this mini arc had some reusing. A, a, I mean, a little bit in its way, but it was a deliberate using the same sort of puzzle twice, so you had to have the mm-hmm. same starting point. Yeah, uh, and then branch off it in two different ways, but know that it had the same mm. rule basis going for it. I suppose that is true of this. Everything was used once, right? Was there anything that got doubled I think up in so. this one? No, I, I think it was a one and done. No, I, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it worked. I think it worked really well. Nice. Um, so the the door of the color room. So that's got 
it's colors like initialized, etc. Yes. Is that mm. just indicate that we're looking for first letters somewhere? That was exactly right, what I wanted. That you okay. wanted to look at the colored things uh, as first letters. So that just put it in our heads, I think, and that's why we started looking without making mm. the the you didn't know, put it in my link. head. I, yeah. okay. I missed, missed that completely. <laughs> And yet when you were trying to figure out what to do in the white room, a decent amount of that time you did go, okay, we got to figure out something to do in here. The colour room, the colour room. I don't know. Let's go back and look at that tunnel again. So something was going on there for sure. Uh, I, mean, I think clearly as well, the fact that it is the word colour is helpful because yeah. it ties it in thematically to, okay, this is the room that says colour. We have one thing that is organised by colour. They're going to be the same. And I think that, that worked in, your, in all of your heads. In our collective brain, in our, in our single right. collective brain. Jonathan, did you have a smart a moment that you that stood out for you? Something made oh, seem I mean, smart. I, just, I, I mean, I loved all the puzzles, but I, I also like the fact that we had that just bewildering stage. Like you're used to in an escape room, going, "What information do we have, and what locks can we put this stuff in?" And we got to a point where we've got loads of information and no locks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, where do you go from there? That is an but, interesting uh, one. The idea of having needing passwords and things is so common. Needing an instruction for what to do next can happen as well. It's definitely mm. a lot rarer. But but, it, but mm. even that, like when you don't have input moments, it's hard to like figure out the puzzle. Mm. Like because it's so much easier when you when you can go like I'm doing a puzzle and it's gonna get me four single numbers Absolutely. that are gonna go into a four digit <laughs> code or this is gonna get me a word and that word is gonna be another code. So when you have no inputs, it's really hard to do any For puzzles. Sure. It was two interesting sticking points that went in those different directions. So this one, yeah, you had no inputs. Whereas the very first puzzle of the room, which I think is pretty dang <laughs> hard, had inputs. all you have is three tufting buttons and you know you need three buttons as your input on this elevator. Mm. And that's it. And that couldn't be more direct. And yet it is still hard. Yeah. True. That is a very mm. tough puzzle to start. Um, and with the the the, um, the the piano room, so mm -hmm. when we went mm -hmm. in, you you described it as like white walls, completely bare. Mm -hmm. And before Claire had sort, sorted out the anagram for the the wall echo height secret, I you know, part of me was tempted to go in there and just start yelling to see if anything happened. I don't know why I thought <laughs> that, but I thought the way Ooh. it was described that, that sounds like really echoey, mm. and it's obviously yeah, some kind of input, yeah. Well, and I, um, I wonder if we, we would have shortcutted that if I thought Fortunately, yeah. like you might have noticed that I handed over to Billy for a moment there. I know so little about acoustics, I would have come up with a god-awful explanation for why it did nothing. <laughs> also, <laughs> interestingly enough, I believe, at least this is how I did it in the playtest, I'm assuming this is the way it was written, hmm? that the echo, like for me, when I heard wall echo, uh, I went and started tapping on all the walls that was to try and I hear intended. if there's like an echo inside oh, okay. one of the walls. So we may have made that more canonical. If you'd gone in and yelled... You would have been like, okay, well, yelling isn't going to do it. You've got to go and tap each walls to look for an Which echo. Which is why I wish I had more sound bounce knowledge to know what the difference between knocking on an echoey thing versus yelling at an echoey thing mm. would sound like. I would be a bit more attuned to acoustics to notice that the wall sounds hollow when you're in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so we can play with it. And that's part of the, the benefit of having them as these audio kind Malleable of back and rooms. forth experiences. Yeah. Like if that, that probably would have skipped to the end. So we could have on the fly just been, that's not going to solve it. We'll swap to make sure it now has to be a hundred percent wall taps. Do you know how much yeah. in the bubble room I was just going, Oh man, am I just going to let them drink? I, I don't improvise very often. I suck <laughs> at improvising. So I left it at the bottle was empty and then I yeah. threw in, you can just grab a bubble. But I, <laughs> the entire time I was thinking, is this going to be better if I just let them take a swig from the drink? Is it going to work? Is it going to work? Oh God, I I can't think that quickly. What if it screws everything up? Let's go back to normal. I mean, we don't. None of that is written, is it? it ideally, it's just you. There's no floating in that room. No, just no. Look it was up, just look up, the and then I thought, is that disappointing? Should mm. you just float? Yeah, it's nice to be able to float yeah. in the floating room. Yeah, I thought I that, that was floating. nicely done. Yeah. yeah. 
Hmm. I really enjoyed that. So it's catching oh, a bubble oh, on your tongue is nice. BFG kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it, I mean, it happens in the actual film. Right? Yeah, it happens. So, but I love yeah. that too. The pullback and reveal that the uh, fan is actually off. That, that was, yes, the dangerous, <laughs> dangerous fan. They just turn it off. Um, I, I, I think you did really well. I, I find that first puzzle really interesting with the tufting buttons, with the on, in, if. That it is just kind of, because it doesn't feel right that those are going to have unique solutions if they're just like yeah. a random part mm. of a word. Yeah. And the concept that oh, no yeah. number up to 18 other than nine has I and N together is, it just mm. doesn't feel like it's going to be true. Well, yeah. I mean, I immediately like the on said one I mean, to me one, and then I yeah. Could, yeah. could not make the others into numbers. Right? Again, I just kind of, I just, I was there and then I just gave up. I was like, no, this is <laughs> yeah. too hard. It, there can't be a solution. Yeah. It was so interesting coming up with that. Yeah. Even just writing that, I just went, this seems hard to believe. Mm, but it, right. Yeah. Is this happening? And, I think and then why... I had to make the absolute cutoff at mm. 18 because it yeah. otherwise died we'd have if two I got IMs 19. For 19. Um, but it is true that I think on is nice for that as the first button because on to one feels really clear. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, and that's, that's basically one. Yeah, it's, it's a, a way into the puzzle. You. It's nice, yeah. yeah. I, like, I could hear that in your voice, I think, as you sold that. You went, wait, this has a unique solution. Uh, that, was, that was nice. I could, you could sort of hear it in your brain. Mm. I think that's something that, that, that we're quite good at as a team that came over when we do only connect is that we, we look for the puzzle rather than looking for answers. What we, what we do is we we say like what are they trying to test what are, what are they mm. how can yeah. they put an answer together which is you know specific yeah out of yeah, this and make a puzzle out of it and i think that is because we, we mentioned at the start of the last episode this idea of are there are there transferable skills from only connect into escape rooms because only connect as a show you know it is it is a trivia show clearly it's a it's, it's a quiz but it is it is a puzzle show, so it's much more puzzly. than any other show on, oh, yeah. on any other type of kind of tri quiz or trivia. Like so often, you know, it, it is it is about puzzle searching and puzzle skills and being able to see like what could these be, how could this have a solution, and and and, and it's much more of a game. And so to me, it feels like there's a lot of overlap in the kind of skill set that it requires. Like as you said. Uh, this that helps in escape rooms. Being able to see something and say, "Well, hold on a second. How could this be a puzzle? How could this be played with? What's the game behind the clues they're giving me?" I think is an incredibly important skill. Even just things like in this room where you get those letters C E A B B E F, and having at least one person on a team be able to spot, "Hey, those are all music notes," mm. and just the little moments yeah. of recognition in different zones. Yeah, that was a great get. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would have got that. Um, definitely not as quickly as, as it was got. Was it Tim got yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's an only connect staple notes and sort of the solar teeth do etc. Mm. So it's uh, I, I don't know that just jumped out at me. Uh, it's almost like it's like a checking moment, right? Like you see that they're all below G, and you go, "These could be notes." So I'm now not going to try and like anagram them too hard. But if there was suddenly an M in there, you'd be like, okay, now I have to do something. I've got to do something. It's I'll check like the notes. when you see a cryptic list of numbers and none of them goes above 26. Exactly. If you see yeah. a list of numbers, mm. as soon as you, you're thinking alphabet, 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 until you see 27, and then you go, great, that's not alphabets anymore. Now I've got to completely change. And I, and I was I making sure not to get myself into the severed thumb loop there, though. As it is now known yes. and shall be known throughout the world. Just, you know, we've made an assumption on what this puzzle is, but 
puzzle is, but just hang on, hang on, take a step back, just make absolutely well, yes, sure. And, and that is a really <laughs> common problem. And I think from this point, I'm going to use the, the severed thumb loop as a good term for it because it does happen a lot. There, there is a tendency in real escape rooms, and I think especially in these sort of audio versions, that people will get an assumption and they will say, this is now true. And they'll put it mm. in the same place in their brain as all the other facts that the room has actually given them, right? So yeah. you'll have in your notes, you'll be like, yeah. C-E-A-B-B-E-F, that is true. Looking for a severed thumb, that is true. That was told to me. <laughs> that was 100% given. And and I do this a lot. Like I find when I'm playing, uh, I'll, I'll see something that suggests something else. And I'll just, uh, my brain is like, yep, that's now a true fact. And, and later mm. on, you'll be like, well, what about this clue where you said that, you know, I N has to mean one N. Like it was clear that you said Even that. Even just little things like we were in a we were in mm. an office. There was a half desk. Surely there's a half chair to go along with it. Mm. Didn't mention it, but maybe <laughs> your brain would have just put some vital importance on there. Yes, being and a chair so, so you might be like, okay, and now that we know there's half a chair, and we know there's half. The... So it, it happens a lot, and mm. I think it's a it's a something to get over with escape rooms. And I do this actually, especially we have another show, which is uh, solve this murder, where where I try and solve murder mysteries that Danny creates, and that hugely is that is a catching point mm. right because you talk to someone and they say like oh i wasn't there at 2 a.m and then you're like great that person was not there at the time of the murder da, 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 da. and then even later on when you find out the murder happened at at midnight not 2 a.m you still think well in my notes i know that that person was not there for the time of the murder that's what i internalized from the earlier conversation it's 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 a tricky thing so I feel like that's something we had to think about quite a bit on Only Connect as well, right? It's very easy mm. to tunnel vision in on something. And oh, I, I, mean, I noticed that yeah. when watching at home, you get stuck. Mm. Yeah. There's, especially especially when you're sort of under time pressure and you're panicking and you're thinking, oh, gosh. Especially it's... on the walls. Yeah, the Definitely. wall must be tough. Once you see two or three yeah. that you've, you've already ascribed a category to say these two things have the connection that they are, they are people who... Fought for the Russians. Great. These are definitely people who fought for the Russians. <laughs> and now we need two more people. And you're just not going to find it because the actual connection was that they're both different types of blue. And they're just, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, actually, okay, well. you, it's funny you said blue because in, in our final, we got stuck in that situation on our final wall. Yep. Exactly that going, it's the, it's the, you know, it's the three main colors plus something else. So do that, do that, do that, do that. And it just wasn't working and had to back out and find, find shades of blue. And that mm. stuck in my head as like a... Yeah, shades of blue. You know, just, it really just challenging seems, your assumptions. and yeah. It seems like one of those ones yeah. that, oh, there's going to be like eight different shades of blue. We can't start with that one. <laughs> but oh, yeah, we were like, we always, for the wall, we sit back, we pause it so we can sit and have a minute for ourselves for it, then press play, yeah. and then just screaming at the TV, panicking. Just going, come on, hurry, please, hurry. Yeah. Notice the berries, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, because I guess I like these sorts of puzzles that question your assumptions, right? That's why, partly why I pulled out the, the moment where we had loads of information, because it's so, you know, you kind of have your mantras or you have your, your sort of standard things to go back to and go, right, what, what are we missing? What have we, you know, what, what's, the pre what's present and what's the most elegant way of putting this all together? And, you know, thinking what information do we have and what locks do we have is uh, one way of resetting yourself. Mm. I think we had yes. to, what, That's one true. of the things we were doing when we were practicing Only Connect was figuring out how to do that and how to, how to go stop, reset. Mm. That's a good idea. And yet in Escape Room, there are lots of points for that. A lot of what do we have in our inventory right now? 
what are the obstacles that we've got in front of us? Mm. And there was a moment again, during this oh. episode where I, I'm sure at least one of you went back and said, hold on, let's go back over this. We've done this. We don't have, you know, we've used the elevator buttons. The, mm. this, that. And, and that is a key part of it, like trying to just like clear Clear the clear your cache of all that unnecessary yep. data. Get it out of the way. Delete get, those cookies. Get back to a clean stuff. Um, <laughs> I will say, as far as only connect puzzles go, I think that is one of the ones that gets me every time. Is if it is a uh, the connections round, uh, not the connections round, the ordered what comes last round sequence. Yeah, the sequence. Thank you. That's a word. Um, when it ends up being clues that lead to like a first letter of things spelling out an important or topic, like t- categorical word for them. Those ones I never get. Like yeah. I don't know the, I don't know Beatles esque words that end up spelling help. Yeah. With their first but letters. that has to be something that's in your head already. I think you know mm. that has to be you know in your consciousness that's sort of jumping mm. out at you. Yeah. So I mean, there there was one episode years ago which we went on to like season four or five when it was it was crud and the word crud which is crud which is database operations and because yeah. I I do that day to day I mean instantly and right there's a four letter um, acronym for database operations it starts with C it's but because that that word is in my head, mm. you know, like right at the surface, it it's easy. But there are plenty of words which are not anywhere near the surface. But you could look at afterwards and go, oh yes, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so like, whatever you did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's. Just, I mean, I'm reminded that there was one on the show, wasn't there? We got that was acronyms, or it was like a, an acrostic, and it's mm. fr- it's so frustrating watching it back because there's a point where I say, hang on, there's uh, lots of numbers in there. There's always a word at the beginning of it. Uh, and then it just never quite followed follow through. And then everyone sort of, when the answers are revealed, we're all sort of about, head in hands. You're talking I, about sorry? 14, aren't you? I think yeah. I remember oh, that I one. And I remember staring at that one and going, I can sort of see there's something here. I cannot figure yeah. out the logic behind this. And then at always the very the end, just going, one, always a letter. And then just mm. being at the end of it going, oh, fine. I guess it works and <laughs> makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember this, this, this puzzle. What, what, was, what was this one? It was a it was a little poem or like yeah so it was rhyming couplets. The first so the first two lines in the first clue were started with F and then O, and ah. the, each line was a was it each line or each clue? Each line was a set of numbers that added, added up to fourteen. That added up to fourteen. So four oh, and then so the yes. last yeah so like the last one was. <laughs> oh. I know. Was that against? Was that against discotheques? Discotheques. It was the uh, yeah stumped stumped us all. Yes, there are some there are some tough ones that pop in occasionally. We are so we we've had a a, a, we have a friend who has also been on the show a few times who writes questions for Only Connect uh, occasionally. Jim. Uh, Jim. Jim Jim. Fishwick. Yes. Uh, And our tendency now is anytime there's a question we don't like it, we just you know we're sitting home going ah come on Jim. What is that terrible one? I can't believe you put that one. No matter, you, we Jim. have no idea who wrote each question, yeah. but, but it's always uh, Jim. Oh, I can't Jim's believe fault. you did that. One. Bad wall. Oh, it's been come lovely on, actually. Like so, there's um you know it was fo- following the episode's airing. You know actually tweeting about it and on Twitter. You know we, we get to interact with the question setters or oh, like wow. you know there's there's the people people who are like oh I did the I did the walls for this one. <laughs> and it's really good and like and actually n- now like interacting with and you know becoming friendly with 
these uh, question setters, you get to see their style and you go, oh, and then you can kind of go, oh, that's an Alex wall. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, these are, da, da, da. it's um, it's really, it's so fascinating. Like seeing seeing everyone's uh, personality come through in the different questions that's that get, nice. get shown. And- you definitely do. People who come onto this show definitely do that. You can tell when they've listened because they definitely, one of the first things they do is go and check the door. Mm. Check the back of the door. <laughs> I'm so sorry we couldn't pay that off for you. There were some important doors. <laughs> yeah. So I think so, it's important yeah, not to like, overuse that. Oh, you trapped me a little bit. You asked about whether the door to the white wall, the white room closed behind you. And I just on the spot had to realize, oh, yes, it is of vital importance for when it, you deal with the piano that it does have, that it has yes, closed behind you so that you can open yeah. it up somewhere else. <laughs> but it still meant that I couldn't pay it off. And I just had to make this room continue to be one big disappointment. Isn't it refreshing in an audio escape room where you can just say the door closes when it opens? There's an entirely new room back oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Without having to do like six months there worth of engineering and setting up a huge rig. physical <laughs> rooms that can pull it off. This is like the animation world of escape rooms. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, in, in live action TV, you've got to jump through a lot of hoops to make that I, door open. I could have else. thrown animation. a zebra into this room yeah. and it could have done anything you ordered it to do and it would have worked. Yeah, we can yeah. do whatever we want. You go to the moon. You're floating through space. There's no gravity in this room. <laughs> well, we did actually fly in this room. That's exactly. hard to do in escape room without a lot of wire yeah. work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that really ruins the illusion when you drink the <laughs> when you drink the little lift, fizzy lifting drink in a physical escape room. The GM has yeah. to come in and attach a it harness put you to in a you. Let's <laughs> yeah. oh, take away the magic. Takes somewhat, away the magic. As for just talking about my writing of this room, I'm looking at my notes for it. Mm. Basically, I don't think anything actually changed through it. It looks like it follows exactly what I planned, except that I wanted to say no entry, no exit, and I have a little etc. written there. I clearly wanted more rules to cut words out of and then got very tired of that very quickly. <laughs> Coming up with, the, with a word that could fit the word entry in it, trying to come up with a real one that would also have some musical notes. That just, no, just that, well, obviously that, no yep. luck because you ended up on, on Trabify. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it didn't last too long. Uh, beyond that, yeah, I've got lots of, I don't know if you can see anywhere on my notes here, you can see lots of scribbled out clocks because largely I just kept, uh, I had my own rule and then I just kept getting it wrong. Every time I tried to draw the clock out, I accidentally would do three spaces for half of it and four spaces for the other. Mm. It all became a bit Mm. of a mess. And I think the other most difficult thing about this room was I had written out the words wall echo hides secret and then coming up with disturbing images for each of those letters. (laughs) You can tell that I started failing hard when I had to put elevator in there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Or apple. Yeah, very disturbing apple. I mean... (laughs) I like how you how you decided to challenge yourself with the haggis. You were like, H, I know. I know what's going There was that nothing the else. Most... I could have gone with a hot dog, but no, it had to be haggis. What about a homunculus? I... People are not going to guess homunculus. <laughs> H, yeah. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, that, that, that's going to... Everyone hates Haggar the Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> So with the clock puzzle, how did you decide? I guess you had to figure out what information to give us, and then that is something that I actually two bits. have a note on. I do have like straight away. I've got uh, fan goes to desk and half clock goes to desk. So I just have number pattern on clock plus fan, 
And then in a slightly different font, it says plus four spaces each time, small, big time on desk image. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. I, I don't know how anyone could misinterpret that. But then, yeah, I had definitely, I wanted a half clock because Willy Wonka's office has half things in it in the movie. Mm, and so yeah. I decided that was essential. And then this fan, I figured, and I do have some question marks here saying, how much information do I need to put on this fan? And weirdly, the big question I have was, do I need the three there or can that one be left blank? Because what if it's too easy to just guess what the missing ones are? Because that's only four missing spaces. That is true. But by the end, no, the three clearly has to be there. You need the early numbers as starting points. That would have been absurd to not have it. Yes. That was a really nice way to use the world in world and the story mm. in the puzzle. I mean, even though the half office thing is like never explained. In, no, in it's movie. such an odd thing in the movie. But it's, it's in like a half office. It, it, in anyone who's seen the film, you know, it's it's a key part of the, the, the image of the end. And it was really nice to use that in a puzzle. I tried to have as many of the key things from the movies as possible. And I would say the only things that I didn't have that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, the weird vehicle that shoots cream at them right before yes. they get to the TV room. I still have, It's because I don't have the words to describe it that I couldn't put it in a room. What is it? Yeah, it's like a laundry no, it's detergent train. never even train. explained. <laughs> yeah, it's a foam tuber. They're just crying as they're suffocating in bubble foam. <laughs> and uh, the other thing, I had no everlasting gobstopper. I tried to, still I had the inventing room going on, weird stuff happening in there. And I tried to make the pervy, like the whole point of the everlasting gobstopper is that is you're working for this external guy to try to get something. Oh, yeah. And I still tried to have mm. that as your boss in this, Ken Arthur. Thank you, Patreon donor Ken Arthur. I figured that was a good substitute for Arthur Slugworth. Lovely. And so I tried to sort of just lean into that side of it a bit more, that your boss is this figure like controlling what you're doing, mm. as opposed to the specific thing of an everlasting gobstopper. Also, I had no idea what you could do with a puzzle about that. Can True. you think of anything? And No, but you also saved our audience from every time it got mentioned, having me in the background going, here I stand with my everlasting gobstopper. You didn't know that song existed <laughs> until I yesterday. I did. I just didn't think you two had done a cover of it. That's what I did. So that's... Uh, you ruined it. This gobstopper will last forever. Exactly. This gobstopper will last forever. I know in, in an earlier room in this arc, you used the wallpaper as a puzzle. Mm. Was that this that's, is true. Was that a taste-based puzzle? Absolutely it was. Oh, brilliant. Because I, I did a smell-based puzzle in Poland when, when <gasps> I was you? there. Did oh, yeah, it you? It's fantastic. tough. We've done one yeah. smell-based puzzle. We've definitely seen escape room owners talk about them before, and they're really difficult because... How how finely attuned is any individual's sense of smell? Mm. Yeah, well, I remember we were at a convention mm. uh, in the Netherlands, and we went to and we saw someone had like a like an escape little... room in a box style thing that involved a smell. And puzzle. you could dem they were demonstrating some of the things there, and it was so hard. It's so hard because they'd be like, yeah. "Don't you smell that? Doesn't that smell like elderflower?" You're like, "I don't know." It's maybe. kind of like that thing where it's uh, I can't remember the specific details, but something along the lines of. Like 90% of artificial fruit flavors, they're all just basically apple in slight <laughs> modifications. Yeah. And it's like, yep, that's, mm. that's what these smells are like to me. They all smell a little bit like a fruit. If I, if I remember it right, in, in that smell puzzle, they'd already shown us some images of fruit, so oranges and bananas and coffee and things. So we had that in our heads. Okay. You know, we had things mm. to already like, hook the smells on, so it wasn't yeah. quite I, so. I have okay. also heard interesting... kind of struggle to recognise a haggis under these circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're in a tunnel full of smells that are flashing You past. say now... that, but I had a, I had a chocolate-flavoured haggis in Edinburgh a few months what? ago. 
No, sorry, oh. haggis flavored chocolate. Oh, and it was I can't really decide which is weirder. Yeah, I think it's, it's really distinctive. Yeah, it's all the, the mace and nutmeg and things like that yeah. in it. And it was like That's unmistakable. Nice. I have heard an interesting thing. I don't know too many intricacies about how smell works, but I hear mm. that in a lot of smell based puzzle room puzzles, you will typically have coffee in there because apparently the smell of coffee is amazing as a palate cleanser. Yeah, like recess. So, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's clever. So that will people use it to days. disguise, like to overwhelm. So if there are other bad smells around, people will use coffee to mask mm. it as well because it's so. Oh, it's like the, I'm actually about tomato mm. juice and skunks yes, that we saw that today. Just, yes, just masks the skunk smell. Yeah. It doesn't cure it. It just you makes you unable smell. to smell anything else. Um, I would say the one to bathe thing... in ketchup if you get sprayed by a yes. skunk. <laughs> the, the thing that it also reminds me of is, uh, so, you know, sometimes you go to a room, you do a smell puzzle because uh, they're trying to use different sensors. I will say once we have done a temperature-based puzzle that I thought was very mm. impressive. Oh, that was wow. unbelievable how wow. well that worked. Yeah. Awesome. I With was a, stunned. This is warmer than this thing is warmer than that thing and, and needing to like... It was. It was. You know, this is cold. This is hot. Wow. This is warm. This is. Uh, and it was really impressive. It was really well done. And yeah, I would. That was. The, I've only ever done that once. I only seen it one room. It was fantastic. Mm. So yeah, what would you do with an everlasting gobstopper puzzle? Just make them different temperatures. I think you do. You could, I think if you were playing with an everlasting gobstopper, you'd have to play with the fact that like a classic gobstopper, as you like, like suck on it, it it changes color as as layers. Mm. Disappear. But how can the layers oh. disappear if it's everlasting? I reckon, I reckon you'd be like, well, the everlasting gobstopper, you still want that. So it like oh. cycles through forever. Oh. So it keeps changing. Like a chameleon. That's yeah. Fair. And I do some like color change, flavor change stuff with the everlasting That's gobstopper. That's interesting. Like, what know? order do the color well, actually, layers go in? You know, you know that the chewing gum famously yeah. goes through different flavors. Yep. Mm. Which That's, it does a... in room three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we play a little bit of that. What if you have time travel and you have to carbon date various everlasting <laughs> gobstoppers that have been sitting for 10,000 years? That's in the Great Glass Elevator room. You send, you send the I gobstopper time back in, in time that, to get Tutankhamun to, to use it. And then you can extract his DNA from the saliva on the. On Perfect. the uh, everlasting gobstopper, oh, that's, you get a that's reincarnation the Egyptian of Egyptian room that we've all been asking, and then for. he can read the hieroglyphics ah. on one of the walls to solve the puzzle. Craft. Can really hear your forensic is, training coming this through? This is design. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> oh, all right, we're getting on in time. Should we start? Yes, we should probably finish up in a second. Uh, does anyone have any final thoughts or, or interesting questions or things about the room? You don't have to, but if anyone does, otherwise I'll move on. How does this experience compare to your real world escape room experience? It was it was really fun. I mean, it it, it felt escape roomy. I mean, it's nice to be able yeah. to like jump about between different destinations, which is something you can't normally do. That's really mm. fun. Um, but yeah, I had a great time with it. Yeah, definitely. There's puzzles so really Thank kept you so much. us working. I'm so glad. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for coming on and, and playing the room. It was wonderful to have you. And, uh, you all did fantastically. And not just for that, but thank you for being a part of the British quiz show, quiz show, the British quiz show scene because that is extremely, extremely important to me. I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned a while ago off recording that we spent Christmas in London a few years ago. There was one day of that holiday where... Billy, you and your family, you'd gone off, you were having fun, you'd gone to Brighton Pier or whatever, and I just went, no, I'm still jet-lagged. I'm going to curl up on the couch, put on Channel 4, <laughs> and be happy. <laughs> oh, oh, quizzing. Quizzing. Oh. Lovely. Uh, but yeah, look, and look, 
And we had so much fun watching your season of Only Connect and, and getting through that. It was really impressive to, to watch that. So It seems like to me... It was so much fun doing it. For Mastermind is a good comparison. When I was on that, the scariest moment is the first question, not knowing the level of difficulty and what, just wanting to get the first question right and that will be enough. Is Only Connect much the same? Because oh, oh, yes. it, it feels like... You yeah. don't know what sort of level of question to expect. Is this going to be something that you recognize? Is it going to be something that you even know as just trivia knowledge? It feels like you don't have a clue what they're going to throw at you. Do you know what the hardest thing for me was well, right at the top of every episode was having to make small talk on camera? Yeah. <laughs> it's just not come naturally. So Look, do, doing quizzes I'll and puzzles, I, I trust myself to do okay at them. That's, that's fine. If I don't know the answer, that's fine. If I do, fine. I, I think Victoria but, you know. thrives on people not being comfortable with small talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk to these nerds. I mean, I, <laughs> Make I them my favorite sing. thing about my absolute favorite thing about Only Connect was being being the people that those questions were written for, like you know, being the yeah. first people to do them. Because every mm. other time I've watched ah. TV and like seen those people answer the questions, I'm like, we're the first ones. It's so, and mm. I feel like that about this podcast as well. We yes. were the first ones to do this work, apart from obviously the playtesting. You oh, know, yes, and I was just, that, that was just <laughs> that's just me. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's such a it's such a privilege, and like, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, thanks. I'm it's been so glad. Such, yeah. such a good experience. Love oh, it. Brilliant. Uh, and thank you, everybody at home, for for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you wanted to help grow the show, tell a friend, leave a review. Uh, go get a go if you work for a small town newspaper write an article about your favorite podcast us uh, it has to be us it has to be no don't write it about anybody else i don't want to see a small town article about finish it i want to see i want to see it all about escape this podcast uh so thank you for for for, for, for doing thank you thank you for writing that article everybody uh and if you want to help support the show you can also sign up for the patreon uh, anybody at any level has the chance to appear as an npc in one of danny's rooms uh, we had a whole swath of them for this arc and for this room, I think Chan is the particular MVP. Yes, the, the standout NPC. Thank you so the much. MVP NPC for this That's room. That's the one. Uh, and there's also, uh, if you want to hear the playtest, you can. All of our five dollar donors get a new bonus episode every week, including all the playtest audio for these rooms and mer- t- trying to solve little two minute mysteries and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. So you can check all that out. So thank you everybody who supports us over there. It's uh, it's what keeps these shows going. So. I think that's all good. I think we're done. Data, was, uh, is, there, is there anywhere that you want oh, to yes. direct people? Any, any projects in your lives you want me to send people to? You may see us later this year on <gasps> BBC television in another episode. I can't say exactly when or who we're facing, but it could happen. Or what the show is. Who knows? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Could be, could be absolutely anything. Oh, and right. uh, I have absolutely no online afraid. presence at all, so that's the only place you can find me. Bake off, bake off, bake off. Bake off. <laughs> oh, only connect bake off. We'll give you a series of more and of less and less obscure ingredients to try and make this cake. <laughs> Here. Uh, wonderful. All right, well, it was lovely to have you on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for playing. Thank you, Danny, for writing such a great room. Everybody say bye. Thank you, everyone, for joining us Thank through this chocolate factory. Bye. Bye.